Welcome to the Align Nutrition Podcast, a place where eating doesn't get in the way of living. We use science and psychology to move past the challenges you face while healing your relationship to food. I'm your host, Erica Drury, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. For the past 10 years, I've been helping people like you find a happy medium of flow and balance with eating. If solving these issues were easy, you would have figured it out already. Expect to learn a new way. Each week, you'll hear trainings, listen in on mini coaching sessions from people on your same path, and learn from other guest professionals. I'm so glad you've joined me. Hey there, welcome back to the Align Nutrition Podcast. Today, we are talking about body checking. And if you don't know what that is, don't worry, I will define it for you. I wanted to take a minute and say thank you so much for all the feedback that you have offered on the overcoming feeling powerless to sweets, the story share. I have received more feedback on that episode than anything else. All of you thought it was so relatable and helpful and it really, really resonated with you. It takes a lot of courage and openness on the part of the person who is sharing. So I do have another one of those coming up. And hopefully the more of those that we will do, more people will feel comfortable sharing their story. So thank you again. That means so much. I also have some guest experts that I'll be bringing on as well that are scheduled. So it's just me today. Again, boring old me, but there is more to come. So I promised that I would define what body checking is. And it's basically a form of checking our body. And I'll give you examples of that that tends to reinforce negative feelings we have about our body. And I'm talking about it today for two reasons. One is a couple months ago on a live call with the members of my Realign Community program, people were talking about how they were noticing their ways they were trying to kind of keep track in their heads, whether it was about their bodies or food. And so we ended up having this really awesome conversation about kind of that obsession, that trying to measure, that kind of checking. And so after that call, I mapped out an entire process, a course, including some worksheets for people to track their progress. And I've been sharing a little bit about it on Instagram, sharing some tidbits here and there. And I thought it was a really good topic to come on here and talk to you guys a little bit more about today. So number two, the reason I'm talking about this is that We tend to, as we're healing our relationship to food and trying to move away from dieting or an eating disorder, it's very obvious to us that weighing ourselves is potentially a really damaging behavior as we go on. Some people, sometimes you really need it for a little while, you need some reassurance, and then eventually you find that it's kind of driving you crazy and you want it to have less power over you. And so you move away from weighing yourself. And so, you know, that's always a kind of a negative feedback loop. It's always kind of a a lose-lose situation. So like I said, my members were noticing that they were just basically transferring this behavior and finding other ways of things to cause them to distress, which I'm defining here today as body checking. So some examples of body checking are obsessing about how clothing fits. You know, maybe you have that pair of jeans that you used to wear and you try them on every now and then to make sure you're okay. or Maybe you're staring at your body in reflections and mirrors. This could also be photos, looking at old photos of yourself and kind of obsessing that way. It could also be pinching, rubbing, measuring, or excessively touching 
certain parts of your body. For a lot of my members, this was something like lifting up your shirt when you go to the bathroom or getting out of the shower and taking a really long look at yourself. So, and if you're like the members of my program, you probably didn't really notice that you kind of transferred this behavior and that they were related, which I felt was important to point out. And it's it's a worthy thing that you were doing. You're trying to let go of something that was finite, gave you this illusion of some measure and security. You know, so much of healing your relationship to food is kind of unmeasurable. It's very subjective. It's how you feel. There's nothing that anyone can kind of see from the outside. And you feel like you're flying blind through a lot of it. And you're coming from a world where you're measuring your food or following a menu or weighing yourself or counting however many reps you did of something. So it's really hard to go from something that's so measurable to something that's so, like I said, subjective. And so 100%, I know that this is so easy to do and you're just looking for something. You're grasping for something. So when we let that go, that weighing of yourself, or like I said, counting, measuring, et cetera, you're looking for other ways to check in on your body. And we're taught this, right? We're taught by diet culture to check, measure, obsess, and manage our bodies. We're taught to manage our bodies. Be careful, take care, stay, whatever. And we look for things to feel okay and reassure us. So I really hope that this alone so far is giving you some aha moments if you've stopped weighing yourself and you're maybe doing other things and that it's really most importantly giving you some next steps, some things to take a look at as you continue forward. Because it's a benchmark, right? We have all these benchmarks and these milestones as we go. So let's go big picture for a second here. Healing negative body image is part of a long, deeper process. For many of us, it precedes our issues with food. And it's kind of the last thing that we might be working on. So you might be working with a therapist on some of this in addition to a dietitian like me to really explore these deeper issues. But you can take some steps now to get to work on that kind of surface level because there's this whole process where we're looking at our our negative thoughts we're having about our body and then the feelings we're having about it and then therefore the resulting behaviors. So for example, if you're feeling really uncomfortable in your body because you think it's changed that day, you might have the thought that surely my body's changed. I'm feeling really uncomfortable. And then you start to feel, feel fear. You feel scared. And so then the behavior comes in and goes, you know, you don't have your scale anymore, but let's go put on a pair of jeans and see how you're doing. Or why don't you go to the bathroom and look at your stomach and see how it is. So see how that like the thought that leads to the feeling and then the behavior about it. So we know the thoughts and feelings. Yeah, they're not going away today, but we can kind of work on that loop, that negative loop by addressing some of those behaviors and kind of cutting it off there. So obviously this process, it takes so much time. Self-compassion, I have it for you. Again, none of this is things that you woke up one day and decided to do. I'm trying to help you develop some strategies to get out of it. But these are things that you were taught. These are things that helped you get by, helped you feel okay. And patience, right? It takes a lot of patience because of the amount of time that it takes. So the idea is to kind of redirect yourself from some of these behaviors. It's not as dramatic as kind of throwing away a scale. It's a bit more ongoing and you're probably going to get frustrated in the process, but that's okay. 
You're probably listening because you want expert help changing the way you think about food. If you're tired of piecing together random information and doing this alone, we have everything you need in Realign Community, where for only $79 a month, you get live support from me, weekly calls, videos and worksheets, a community Facebook group, and email support so you can figure out where you're stuck and take action. You can check that all out at realignedcommunity.com. So let's give you some ideas on some things that you could do. Again, it may feel impossible to stop doing them today because part of it is going to be you realizing that you're engaging in these processes, these checking behaviors, I mean. And so again, for a lot of you, even just realizing that this is a thing and that you're doing it and then it's really kind of perpetuating negative body image might be enough for you. And that's all you need to kind of keep going. Like I said, we have a whole process mapped out in Real and Community if you are wanting some more support and some direction on it. So I want you to also choose whatever feels relevant. Maybe you do all of these things. Maybe you do one of them. Maybe you do them, but you're like, "Mm, maybe not quite like how she's talking about it, but I think I have my own thing that I kind of do. I noticed I touch my collarbones a lot when I'm talking or my partner pointed out that I'm always kind of grabbing my arm and I wonder if that's a thing I've been doing. So, you know, be open, be patient, be kind to yourself. So some things that you can start to do is pick a couple things and I want you to track how it's going. Like I said, you're going to get frustrated with yourself if it's not something that you're working towards and kind of tracking and tracking can mean whatever, whatever it means to you. It doesn't mean maybe you're carrying around a notebook, but kind of really being aware of it and seeing whether you think things might be improving because it might be something that you are noticing you do eight times a day now, and maybe three months from now, you're doing it twice a day. So that's important to be able to pull ourselves forward through this. So a couple things, I'm going to name a list here and see maybe if any of them feel relevant and like something you want to track. So the first thing that you can do is catch yourself when you're obsessing about how clothing fits. I know that, like I said, if your body has changed in any way, there's just going to be some reality around that and that your clothing might fit differently. Or you might just perceive that it fits differently or it might fit differently because you're on your period or you just ate or drank a lot of water or whatever. But the key here is the obsession. How much are you obsessing about it? Do you just need to kind of walk away and move on? Try and avoid staring longer than necessary in mirrors or reflections. So you kind of know the difference, right? Are you checking yourself out, making sure you don't have anything on your face? Are you kind of looking at closer at the eye makeup that you put on? Or are you standing there staring at your body? and having some maybe some thoughts about that for maybe longer than needed, right? Redirect yourself when you find yourself pinching or touching or checking your body. So that may be that you have a certain part of your stomach that you just kind of notice that you're padding on. You didn't realize you were doing it, but you do. And you want to try to redirect yourself when you're doing that. So and I'm all for like redirecting, whether it's distraction or something positive. I don't think you should be rejecting yourself in a negative way. Stop weighing yourself completely or less often. I realize there is all of you are going to have different experiences with this and different journeys with this. This is what I work with people on. I know how different it can be for all of you. But in general, you know, that might be someplace you want to start. The next one is getting rid of any clothes, measuring tapes, or other ways you kind of check in on your body. So if you have this pair of jeans from, you know, years ago, that you don't really wear, they're just kind of your body checking jeans or you find that these pants are starting to get small or they're just really kind of serving a purpose and torturing you. Maybe it's buying a new coat or just something that always like reminds you. It's just, it's serving as something like a scale would. 
even though it's something that you wear. So, you know, again, I realize all of your situations may be different. This may be something you need to borrow or thrift or maybe, you know, take the courage to purchase if that makes sense for you in your situation. The next thing that you can do really, and this is the last thing, and I save this for last because I think it's really important, is rebuilding routines in high-risk times. And high-risk times, again, I've defined in a process that I created that I'm sharing part of it with you here today is, you know, when you're showering or getting dressed or going to the bathroom or waking up or going to bed, those are the times that a lot of people notice that they're, you know, engaging in a lot of body checking. So you might really think about those routines and rebuild them. So I hope this was really helpful for you today. And like I mentioned, if you want more strategies like this, in addition to live calls every week where you can talk to me and other people just like you going through this, utilizing the worksheets, the video trainings, and the guides, join us in Realign Community. You've heard me talk about it before. We are here for you anytime. I hope this episode really, again, just a lot of awareness. It's a really awareness building concept and I don't expect you to master it anytime soon. Message me on Instagram and let me know how it's going for you. And I will talk to you next time. Thanks to you for listening. Find me on Instagram at Align Nutrition. Let me know if you like this or if you have other topics or ideas for the podcast. I love hearing from you. If you've gotten something out of this, help us reach more people who need this message by subscribing in your podcast app. A nice rating and review also helps us reach more people and is so appreciated. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time.